0: to The Deep Dive, Do the Upside Down. I am one of your three hosts, Annie. And then we have my two other lovely hosts as well.
1: Yeah, whichever we, wall she wanted
2: at
1: in Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, and I'm Mr. Fuentes.
2: I'm one of the other hosts. What's up, guys? It's Drew here, the other host.
0: The
1: other
0: host of three. Hell yeah. Um, today is one of the one of my top three episodes. I can't speak for the other ones, but it's one of my top three episodes of the season, the most anticipated and the most watched episode in Stranger Things 4. Uh, we're talking about the episode Dear Billy, where we have the whole epic scene, the major, major re- oh, what? revamped of the Running Up That Hill song that... Surprised everyone on doubling in charts, gave her more followers, and, like, it just helped out Miss Kate Bush with this episode. Yep. You know, it. it's made it fun. And then we have, you know, oof, I blanked for a minute. Uh, we had a lot more stuff go on in that episode that we want to get into a little bit more, but, oof, I'm blanking out today, guys. Jesus.
2: Yeah. It, yeah to it's a, me it's, it's probably my favorite episode uh, I mean when I think about this episode I genuinely think of probably the best episode I've ever watched when it comes to like shows uh, because I was from like top to finish I was especially that you know what the part we're talking about I was invest I was invested in it I wasn't like checking my phone what time is it or notifications no I was glued to the screen um, but yeah uh it's also a deeper message at, in that scene in particular um but yeah i'm excited to talk about this episode
1: yeah no definitely um i i feel very similar this is i'm, I'm a real big season finale guy like I, I love season finales of every series that i watch like to me it's like what i judge the whole series on if they if even if the build-up's great and you get to the season finale and it's not good like or i feel like they didn't end it right I get really like pissed off, or I'm like, dude, that was it right there. Like, that's gonna make me want to watch it next season. Um, which, so I really like the the season finale to this uh, to this series. It was really good, but this is definitely close second uh, because I think what's even also really important in the series is a good mid season finale, um, and this gave all the mid season finale vibes the entire time. Like, absolutely. It, was, it left a bunch of open kind of. It left a bunch of, like, climax, and then it left a bunch of, like, well, you're going to have to keep watching to get more of, like, what happens yeah. next because there's a lot of shit happening.
0: And this, like, whole episode, we got a lot more of a backstory on Max's mind on how she dealt with her morning stage to Billy, even mm-hmm. though, like, she – hated him with the passion or the way that she felt because that was her stepbrother and the way that they treated each other was kind of different, especially from seeing from season two all the way up to season three and seeing everything a little bit different and stuff. We got to see at least a little bit more into depth of what, what happened, how she's dealing with her mourning situation and then just kind of seeing her grow as a character alone. This was like the best episode to me, just to see character growth in her. Because mm-hmm. we never got lot, a lot to see with her on season two, and then we got a lot more in season three with her and Eleven, the way that they were building their friendship, and then now we just get to see her by herself with her friends and figure out like how to defeat Vecna and how to keep her safe because she's the next one that's going to cause it all, you know?
2: Yeah. That's also... Great. From, from this uh, episode, I felt like when I first watched it, I, I felt like I wasn't watching Stranger Things. I felt like I wasn't watching a TV show. Like you know what I'm saying? I was watching a whole ass movie because of two particular scenes. Obviously, the ending and all that. But obviously, the part where the agents, where they're helping out, uh, they're taking care of uh, <laughs> Will and you know uh, Mike Dude. and Jonathan that scene that's, i did not expect <laughs> that scene was so cool
1: just because like the first guy gets shot almost immediately so he's dead yeah the other guy like after i did the rewatch was so calm the entire time it was just like boom 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 all right get behind the door all right yeah. boom boom, boom. now no, run, run, I'm gonna, I'm, run, to shoot while you run calmly walks across <laughs> while shooting i'm like dude,
0: this guy's a badass like he really is
2: that's I've crazy
0: He's like, I've been through a couple before. I got yeah. this, guys. The other guy, yeah. not so much.
2: The other guy's but, fucking dead. But, yeah. but like
0: the way that they planned it out, I guess, like not planned it out, but like the way that the boys were like, oh, we're hungry. They're probably hungry too, right? They're not going to let us get into contact or leave anywhere to go try to, you know, leave the house or anything. So they're like, let's get some fucking pizza, right? Who's going to be the one that comes and takes the pizza to them? Argyle. So they're yep. that's their one way to get out. like they're like, we're hungry and they're like oh. the cop's just sitting there like, I guess, you know, what's what's it gonna hurt to call? And then we get that whole epic fucking scene. Like, that's the reason why you don't use your phone to call for pizza. But we get the famous line from Mr. Argyle whenever he picks up the phone. You don't knock it before you try it on that pineapple on your pizza. And I'm living for it. Like, best kind of, you know, best line there. And we get this going on on the side. Then we have the whole crew trying to fight off Vecna and figure out what's going on with Max at the same time and it's just crazy but we get the whole reunion back with Lucas uh, with the whole crew and I feel kind of like not bittersweet but like it's that nice reunion that we needed uh, just because of what the stages we're going to be going through this whole season, with this whole episode. So Luke is coming back and Max kind of feeling some type of way about him and their relationship. They're not a thing anymore. They're yeah. not even friends as much. They're in the same friend group, but not as much as being friends. Um, they go back to Nancy and Mike's house and I know they talk about, not talk about, but she's writing. Um, she's writing letters, which spoiler alert if you haven't seen all of the the season this stop it right here and like skip over to the next part after we stop talking about this but we never see those letters again
2: i was just gonna point that out
0: (laughs) at all we don't see those letters they she hands them off you know she's writing letters for everyone steve uh dustin lucas she wrote some for mike l and will and you know, if we see him, if we don't see him, you know, even when they were at the hospital after the whole shabam happened towards the ending of the ending of the season, they'd still never gave Elle, Will and Mike those letters. Like,
2: yeah, I'm it, curious where they're at.
0: I'm curious on what's in those letters. I want to mm-hmm. know what she told Lucas. I just want to know. Like, hey, just because I you think I hate you, I don't. I still want to have a movie date I'm with you. Just like, running up
1: this hill. You know, just
0: running, running up that road, hill.
1: You know. <sighs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> you know, the shabam. <laughs> just running up the hill, you know.
1: I did want to point out something that someone else pointed out uh, before. And, you know, the more you think about it, it's like, well, it would have been awkward if we didn't do this. But... You know, there was other adults in her life besides Steve, but Steve was the only one out of like Nancy and Robin that got a letter and no one else did. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because Steve was around, so she was just like, I guess I'll write one for him. your car. Like, Or
0: thank you.
1: or she actually legitimately, you know, has, you know, like the other kids have, you know, uh, kindled a uh, friendship with Steve mm-hmm. and actually does kind of see him as um maybe even His a
2: brother yeah, or kind of
1: figure or a role model in a sense to look up yeah. to maybe like an older brother that because she doesn't have one anymore maybe that's how she sees steve now not that we really see that interaction to me i didn't really see nothing like that yeah even throughout the series um but he still got a letter so it was one of those like i remember someone pointed out oh it's so cute that she gave steve a letter like it, it must be because she like Respect him and blah, 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 blah uh, because nobody else got one. Nancy didn't get one. Robin didn't get one. Um, but that's my man, Steve, man. He just gets all the respect.
0: <laughs> he earns the respect from those children. Like, literally, like, I feel like he, she probably wrote in that letter, like, thank you for being that role model or that friend now go fuck up uh, jonathan and go get back with nancy man like that's it like that's all in her letter like you need her back man like rekindle that love that you have for her and don't lose it or some some shit like that i feel like would be what she'd probably write and just tell her tell him thank you for letting her drive the car that one time (laughs) and that's it
1: it is kind of weird though like you know, I, th- I think about Max's relationship with a lot of the, the other characters and like besides Ellen, like Lucas, she's kind of just like a background character for all the other guys. Like for mm-hmm. Will, I've, you never really see a big one, Mike or Dustin, you know, Dustin at the time that Max is integrated into the the um, group, you know, Dustin's all into his uh, Susie. You know, everything yeah. about Susie. And then that whole season, they're not even really together, you know, yeah. uh, much.
2: So, this season, I think you know, the right? only interaction they, they had that is memorable is when, like, uh, he asked her to be part of uh, <laughs> Hellfire Club.
0: Oh, so I get one of the shirts, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, wait a minute. You're being sarcastic. And she just goes <laughs> off of the skateboard. And I'm just like, oh, God. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best sorry. interaction that we got from her.
1: I'm kind of mad that, you know, they got uh Emmy nomi- nominees, but they nobody won nothing. I know. You know. They did a good they did a really freaking good job. Like I don't I mean, not, if you don't even give it to the individual characters, like every that episode scene. was so good. Like how do you not at least give something to at least the directors or the people that scored it or something? Like everything okay. about it, these so, things are crazy good. Like
0: so they got, nomin- they got nominated for that scene and they didn't even win for that scene. Who won? And I don't honestly don't even know at this point, but like, I was upset. Like they, up you're going to look it up. But like that scene, that fucking scene was worth it. That whole running, the whole score of it, the way that they played off and get the way that they based this whole season just for one song, one song and they didn't win anything for it like i was just disappointed like they didn't win Out of anything like
2: every show i've seen that's probably, like the most like i was emotional i wasn't crying but i was emotional i was like damn that hit me but yeah i don't know how they didn't win like I, i'm a I'm not, woman I'm not, and not, i
0: cried i always like, cry I, over everything like i'm
2: not i'm not saying oh because i had i was emotional they should win no it's just like what the fuck <laughs> like
0: what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but that scene was really worth it. Like honestly, it would have been like that good win for them, especially for that scene because of how much hard work you had to figure out how to how to get this scene to put together the rig that they had to come up with in order oh, yeah. to make that scene happen. I remember sending you all guys the video of that whole little breakdown of everything. Like it, it was surprising on how they had to figure out and do it. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was, I was disappointed. There was so
1: they got nominated. I mean, they actually got nominated for a lot
0: like um, 11, 11, 11, nominations for that show.
1: Uh, oh, actually, I'm going into their they've got nominated before actually on their mm-hmm. last uh in the season three, they got nominated for a few things and one actually, one of them. Um, but they got nominated <laughs> for um, Outstanding Music supervi- uh, Supervision for Dear Billy. Um, Pretty much a lot of yeah. things are actually for Dear Billy. Uh, outstanding stunt performance, uh, Dear Billy. Um, it's prosthetic- sure. a lot of different things, but it doesn't look like they won. They didn't win any of them. But I can't find out who won them. Like, All these ads.
2: Awards.
1: There's just apparently nominations. There's just, has guys, the
2: awards show even happened yet?
1: Did it ha- has it? Oh, you know what? I guess it hasn't happened yet.
0: We're over here ranting, thinking. That I'm they over won. here
1: talking shit, and they haven't even done it yet. It's September. 12th. Tw-
2: September, <laughs> September 12.
1: 12. Yeah. Wow, it's we're okay. Really
2: shit.
0: Okay, I'm all <laughs> those guys. They <laughs> deserve this win, bro. But see, this is what I mean. Like, they deserve this win. Like, they deserve yeah. the win at least for the episode for Dear Billy. Majority of those nominations that they did, they should should at oh. least deserve those winnings for that episode. Like, it is top notch for mm-hmm. even for a Netflix like a
2: netflix series I mean, or exactly like...
1: their outstanding drama series they got better call Saul, euphoria ozark severance squid games uh stranger things succession and yellow jackets those are the I'm seven a, eight nominees
2: i'm a big you know breaking bad breaking bad you know fan mm-hmm. but that better call Saul is kind of like slow and dry sometimes yeah uh I mean I admit it and Squid Game was Squid, awesome Squid as well. Game is good,
1: but it's not it's not a I mean it is a drama, but it's not as dramatic and and as yes, exactly. awesome yes. as the show uh, this season was. I mean uh Euphoria I hear a lot of good things. I've never seen it, so I don't I know. love that yeah, fucking show. I love um, that
0: show.
1: Ozark I've heard a lot of good things too. Yeah. I've never seen it. Um and uh, the other two Succession and Yellow Jackets I haven't I know nothing about those.
0: Euphoria is a really good show you know but if you want to get away from the sex and the and the drugs and stuff on that show you know it's it's for a lot it's a lot to handle on that show
2: wait so no actor was nominated Uh, no not
0: for emmy not
2: well it said outstanding
1: outstanding cast for a drama series
0: so all of them basically the ones that are
1: yeah, and pretty much it's all the same thing. Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Stranger Things, Succession, Yellow Jackets.
0: Interesting. Hmm. They didn't do separate, like, nominations, like how they would for, like, the Oscars for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best yeah, Supporting Actor, stuff like I think that.
1: This, I think it's different in that sense. It's mm-hmm. like... Uh,
0: because it's like it a by, movies. They do
1: it by shows. They don't do it by, uh, by person. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense
0: at least they get the whole credit as like a whole versus it being like oh well the show only won like best actor and best actress or like best actor and best supporting actress stuff like that
1: mm-hmm. i guess that was a stunt performance there's a they got nominated for outstanding stunt performance for and dear billy so i guess when she was floating in the sky i mean
0: i guess yeah. technically a stunt. that rig that rig that they had to put her on and everything i'm gonna talk about that rig like it it's crazy them massive help. i don't know if
1: outstanding sub performance is gonna do better than hawkeye moon knight squid games or blacklist
0: shit oh shit they ain't <laughs> with that one especially for hawkeye depending on what scene for hawkeye because it was really good stuff and hawkeye as well yeah,
2: yeah we're gonna win everything twitter things
1: outstanding music supervision i think they might get that one
0: yeah because Race. come on that running up that <laughs> hill
1: it's for the episode "Dear Billy," so yeah.
0: I would have laughed if it was for the last one, and it was the Metallica scene. Oh,
2: it just- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> actually, no, there's I'm a lot of nominees
0: for um,
1: besides "Dear Billy." There's uh, the massacre at Hawkins Lab. That's another one for some reason. Oh, i would not okay. for some reason, but it's it's, it's probably
2: like. Outstanding yeah, period, like
1: character, hairstyling. Uh... Oh
0: yeah, because of how they had to do Millie's wig, like it was the I guess the person that installed it has been the person that uh, has done it since season one, and like literally based it off of like her whole hairline. Like this uh, season, she didn't have to shave her head, like it was just an actual wig the whole time for that shave for the shaved head thing. Or the buzz cut or whatever that she got. Mm-hmm. So it was like pretty outstanding. I guess they went into detail. I think there was another video that I sent out to you guys about about that as well in the group chat. But it was like some cool stuff. Like a lot of cool stuff that they did. Especially on, uh, on Vecna as well too. Whenever they did all the prosthetics and everything. It's some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff.
2: I, they, they actually... They, uh, oh my god, what's his name who plays Vecna? Um... Mm. Fuck. I don't know, but, anyway, but he, I think he's British.
0: He is yeah. British.
2: <laughs> he was on Jimmy Fallon, like, literally yesterday or two days ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they made him read cute cards. Yeah.
2: Something Vecta <laughs> would never say. <laughs>
0: Something They did, like, a, a whole uh, like, a little scene of what, things that Vecta wouldn't say and they had him do the voice for Vecta and they had him do a song uh, what was it from uh, what's her name? lizzo uh, about damn time or whatever and he read the lyrics to that and i was sitting there dying listening <laughs> to this
2: but it, he he was talking about how it takes eight hours for them to put the makeup on and all that stuff i'm just like that, oh, okay, and then it takes an hour to take it off like how yeah. the fuck?
0: <laughs> eight hours and yeah. then you have like a little scene of him drinking his coffee yeah, just, like halfway through lunch, it yeah. yes and then um, he talked about, I know in one of the Netflix, like, little interviews that they did, uh, he talked about, like, how everyone first, when they first saw him in the prosthetics and the makeup. And I think he scared the shit out of Millie whenever she first saw him. And mm-hmm. I think same thing with the, the actress that plays uh, Max as well. Like, they were like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, it, it, that, that kind of reminded me of uh, It. I remember I was watching an interview where they didn't, they didn't show the clown until, like, I guess it was just seemed the kids are all, all together, and the kids were, like, terrified. including Finn was there. Uh, for, uh, Mike was there. So, yeah, yeah. he was yeah. terrified about it. There, That's pretty funny.
1: So there's a scene that happens in this episode that I was like, man, they could have pulled off another Freddy Cougar nod in this episode, and they did it because I was waiting for it because I was like, do they do it? And they didn't, he didn't do it. But whenever, um, well, we're going to probably get back into this later, but whenever uh, Max is running away and then Mm -hmm. you see a a picture of him and then he has his hands and I guess he closes his fists and things start, you know, falling from the sky, you know, and the Freddy Cougar movies, like he would, he would often move his fingers in order to, to get things to like move and do things. And then she could have easily just been like, you know, did the little kind of nod because his claws are kind of long, like, like Freddy's claws and they didn't do that but i was just like man if they would have done that it would have been such a cool ass nod to freddie cougar oh,
0: yeah. um, speaking speaking of Freddy Krueger, they actually got the the actor that played Freddy Krueger, uh robert Englund, in this uh episode just this one cool. episode and i think this was the perfect episode to do it for especially to have him be on there because of how they talk about like the whole nightmares, how this person is able to go into your head or into your dreams or whatever they had said and just kind of like control you. And it was like a little nod to the whole nightmare on Elm Street Street and like the whole Freddy Krueger aspect of it, even including that whole character Mm -hmm. in there. And the way that Robert Unglund as, a, as an actor, just playing Victor Creel, and I got excited when I saw him there. You know,
1: I'm sorry. I was no. going to say, the, <laughs> the more you think about it, like, even the voice of Beckna kind of has a Freddy Krueger kind of feel to it. Yeah. You know, all of it kind of. I wonder if they actually wanted Robert Unglund to do the, um, to be Beckna. And then That's he was just like it. I'm too I'm too old for that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like eight hours in prosthetics? Nah. Give it to you me. Yeah, like, but you
1: know what I could do? I could give That's you what a did little it. I can give you a little nod, you know, like That's I'll, I'll what do it, did I'll it right there.
0: Gave him the blessing. He yeah, was eight playing o-
1: eight hours of makeup, yeah, that would suck. He was like
0: That's
1: no, what did it right absolutely
2: there. Not. that reminds me of uh I mean yes, Beckman does like the Grinch. But it reminds me of uh, when Jim Carrey's interview with Jim Carrey and uh, of him talking about how he was the Grinch and how it took him, I think, nine hours to do the makeup and all that shit. And he wanted to, like, quit. You know, he wanted to talk to Ron Howard. He's like, I'm done. Like, this is dumb. This is stupid. And then Ron Howard's like, all right, we'll pay you more than. All right, I'll do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Probably what happened, they didn't have the funds. They're like, yeah, no, never mind. They made a documentary
1: about that, didn't they?
0: yeah about like so.
1: uh, how like he even kind of says in there like that wasn't the best side of me like he like apparently he was acting like a real jackass the entire freaking time they're recording that that thing mm-hmm. and he was just like yeah it wasn't the best uh, side of me i was really going through some shit at that time and he was just like literally just fucking with people and really like basically making people's lives miserable on set on purpose but yeah that
2: was like his best performance <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: which i mean it, it was almost like you know the more i think about it i am like well it's probably more of the methane acting you know because grinch was an asshole, you know yeah. so he needed to be in that mindset of being he an he needed asshole. to
0: be in that character yeah
1: yeah but uh,
0: anyway this-
1: I was so, like, we think we're getting off topic.
0: No, it's okay. We'll talk about the Grinch in the next episode. No, I'm joking. Um, but um, with Robert Unglin being in there, I, I didn't know it was him until after the episode was over, and it showed like you know how they do all the, you know, the ending credits. I saw his name, and I was like, that name's familiar. I know that name. So I went to search it, and I called Franco while he was at work, and. I was like, dude, I didn't know he was in this episode, like, at all. Like, it didn't it didn't seem like it. The voice clicked a little bit, but I was like, that's not him. Like, it can't be him. Like, how are they going to get Freddy Krueger on here, like, at all?
2: The, the only reason I knew it was him because, you know, I mean, I read the news before it, the season even started that he was going to be on it. See, I didn't so even I was, read that. Uh, so I was, I was like, oh, so that has to be him, then. I don't mm-hmm. like him, but it has to be him. So I was like, oh, right, okay, cool. But... <laughs>
0: i didn't catch it until after it the is. episode and then I, I was like nah it's not him and i had to rewatch like back a little bit on the episode and i was like holy shit it is him like i was yeah. all stupid ecstatic i was like shit
1: it's the legend
0: it's him it's the, the man the myth the, the legend man. but i liked how they used him as like a way to see a little bit more yeah a lead way into the story of what we now know is Vecna's like backstory on why he did what he did but Mm -hmm. like we got a little bit more into detail on how we could save Max and then the girls on this one actually had me laughing Nancy and um and Robin. Robin, like, they had me laughing this whole time because they have this whole diabolical plan that they're going to go up there. They're going to use, like, a whole college. Like, they're going to interview him for they're some college Dame. product. Yeah, they're from Notre Dame. <laughs> and it was just hilarious. They got the professor's name wrong once. Uh, thanks, Robin, <laughs> for messing that up. Kind of got the, got the head person from the mental hospital, like, a little sus about them, but I her also whole found the
2: little things story. funny about how Robin or Nancy was trying to get Robin to wear her clothes, like because Robin's like nowhere, like does not wear that type of stuff. So it was, She's little like, things was pretty oh. funny. She's like,
0: this bra is bothering me. These shoes hurt. You know, it took me a long while to walk, you know? I was the last the one deals. of the babies that are, that are, you know, crawling still. And I'm over yeah. here dying laughing. Like, I have two left feet. I can't even run. Like, I'm clumsy. But Yeah, I think that was a really
1: cool, like, scene, too. Because I think, you know, Nancy's been really reluctant to like Robin. But obviously like was starting to kind of warm up to her but after like her speech that she gave and thinking on her feet you know I guess at that point you finally proved to Robin that she's a smart individual not just a dumb girl because I think that's I think that's what a lot of people like would think about Robin if you first meet Robin and she's kind of ditzy and dumb like Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem like she's all there she just kind of talks a lot and just does dumb shit and then you like realize wow go ahead
2: no, not
1: oh. me. I'm scared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then you realize, you know, she's actually an intelligent girl, and she's just like, you know, she's not, you know, she just talks a lot, like she said before, but she's actually a really smart person, you know, and yeah. finally proves it to Robin. And even after all that, you know, they get done. Their, their relationship seems to finally be solidified. Like they are now friends, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's pretty crazy, honestly. Like, it, it's pretty pretty funny to see both of their characters in the way that they are. How they you know, how Nancy's very uptight. She likes everything a certain way and then during that whole scene with her, Robin and that person from admissions or from uh, from the mental health hospital like Nancy's losing him and just Robin right on her feet. She talks about the whole camp. They're at a summer camp for Ban and like, you know, she wasn't going to let that one kid you know, that was scared, whatever it was. It was just, like, hilarious how she brought that whole story right on her feet. And she's like, you remember him, right? And she's like, what? Yeah, 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 sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But,
0: like, she was, like, looking at her, like, damn, like, how'd you think of all of this in the midst of, like, your panic? And I guess that's how she is when she talks a lot. It's her anxiousness. Like, she just has to constantly keep on talking. And that's just her being being her, but it was just hilarious just to see her think on top of her feet and was like, I need this interview. I need to talk to him and there should be more women like us that are in the same spot as you and you're just telling us and denying us and I'm like, oh shit, she's bringing that whole womanhood thing. (laughs) Hitting
1: them with the womanhood. Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, I I really enjoyed that scene. It was definitely a, a very i don't want to say different side of robin but we haven't really seen that side of robin too much yet like we know that she's she always kind of talks the talk like especially when she's around steve like she wants to she wants to be steve's like equal slash like friend like she's like whatever you can do i can do better type of deal like that's kind of the relationship they have but she's never really proved it you know in a sense and this was kind of her first one where she actually like oh shit like i said something and did something (laughs) (laughs)
2: She's <laughs> uh, like also, now I'm the,
0: finally the talk the talk and the walk the walk now.
2: Also in in this episode, uh, obviously, uh, God, what's her names? Marie and Joyce. Uh, they're about to exchange the money to Yuri. <laughs> to Yuri, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Yuri, just like you, <laughs> Yuri. <laughs> Uh, that was also a crazy scene uh that that another scene i actually the third one yeah i i did not expect that part honestly for yuri to uh basically just take the money and just be a dick about it did not expect that i don't know why but i did not i did not expect it
0: I had a feeling like that was going to happen. I'm like, dude, we don't know who this guy all the way in fucking Alaska. Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Like, the, the, the worst case scenario in my head was like, they're going to get fucking kidnapped. They're going to get sold yeah. to the Russians. Like, I was nervous, very, very nervous on it. And when it happened, I was just like, holy shit. You're pulling out the vital. I can't believe <laughs> But... <laughs>
1: Stranger Things vinyl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that scene was really good. And then the whole Hopper uh, escaping the prison as well too happened in that episode. And like the whole intent. I, I was
1: honestly so mad. Like after all that <laughs> shit happened. Was, like, he just, ex- yeah. like
0: Hopper fucking escapes. He goes get the jar of peanut butter. Peanut gonna butter. enjoy it. And then all of a sudden... All the Russians, the Russian cops or whatever prison guards are there. Take him. And he's enjoying that one fucking spoonful of fucking peanut butter. And Yuri had to ruin it because what? He was greedy and he knew that they were all wanted by the Russians.
1: Mm
0: And he wanted more money.
1: So I don't know if like it's because so much time had passed since I saw this episode and the last two episodes but, you know, it got around the end, you know, with Yuri and all that. And I was like, you know, Yuri's not that bad of a guy, you know. like they, oh, they could cut on some slack here and there. But then you go watch this episode, and you're like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have buried
0: him. <laughs>
2: uh, I guess because sold. the way Joyce was so sold on it like you know we're gonna get him we're gonna get hopper like we're going to exchange him money that's it that's why i was like okay i'm with joyce all right i'm confident you know that's why I didn't, when it happened i was like oh you fucking serious like... You're like god damn it i
0: knew this was gonna happen but i didn't want it to happen
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah Shit, okay, what happened they... to me but <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: but, what's funny to me is it's like it almost sounds like it all was planned from the beginning like by yuri Like, he talks about, you know, he talks to the guard. He's like, well, you know what I decided, you know, because he had to wait till the people got there with the money, right? Because then he knows for sure, you know, there's going to be money coming.
0: Yeah.
1: He knew that these people were, I don't know why he knew or how he knew, unless this guy was giving way more information than he should have been giving to this guy. But he also knew these two guys, uh, one of them, or maybe both of them were wanted by the KGB as well he I mean I don't know why he knew that but he knew that for some reason um he knew that you know telling him where the escape guy would be which I'm pretty sure he had told Enzo where to tell Hopper where to go mm-hmm. yeah so he knew where he was gonna be at and then he also knew the corrupt guard as well and he's like you know what pays more you know what pays more? Telling you where an escape convict is. You know what pays more than an escape convict? Telling you where a corrupt guard is. You know what pays more than a corrupt guard? Having two wanted people from KGB. So it was almost like as soon as Enzo came to him with the idea, Hey, I need to smuggle this guy out. Oh, more money for Yuri. I'll let it all plan out until we get still about here. And then I'll make more money. So yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll do I'll be your guy. And uh yeah. he
0: had to he had to know that plan. Like <laughs> he had it already like planned out laid out. He knew be, he I think he knew that Joyce was probably going to take the bait especially with her the way that she is about Hopper. And mm-hmm. like Murray was the only reasonable and reliable for like I don't know about this This Joyce. is sus,
2: Joyce. Like, he was like, I don't know
0: about this. Like, But then whenever they listened back on that uh, tape or whatever that they did, the recording, and they knew that, you know, Hopper was talking to another guard or whatever, and, like, that's when Mario was like, okay, maybe it is trustworthy then. Now, if that scene never happened where the the lady was just calling him, like, a pig or whatever, and they found out, like, oh, that guy was a guard, I felt like this plan would have never happened at all and hopper Mm -hmm. would still be in russia but you know we got that now all of them are on their way to fucking russia because of yuri wanting wanting more money more money for yuri you
1: know i do find i find another thing i find like almost i don't want to say genius but I guess genius is probably the best way. To it's explain. genius. Genius with the series in itself and how the moods and everything are done, are that you know it's such a serious thing going on right now, and you know they add comedic reliefs in there like Yuri who is obviously a two-timing person, but you can't help but laugh at him because he's just a silly guy.
0: He talks you know, about the like, fucking peanut butter, like how much peanut butter is worth over there in Russia than what it is here. Like he does the whole breakdown on how much it is and how how much and, more expensive it is.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, you watch a lot of shows that try to put comedic reliefs, and it just seems so out of place to have like the comedic relief because everyone around is just too serious. And then you get the comedic relief in and you're just like, this guy is just like seems like a fucking sore thumb sticking out, and in these like situations, you don't really seem that way. And another scene in this, this episode was whenever like Max is like, "I feel y'all staring into the back of my head," and oh, everyone's yeah. like, oh, "We're not staring. Everyone just kind of looks, and then she comes and walks up, and everyone's still just like, "He's like, okay, <laughs> okay good." Like and, you know, but it's it's funny, but you know, it's not. It doesn't really seem out of place either. You know, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like you know something that they were just. Forcing to make funny, it was so naturally done that it just seemed like, yeah, it's just how the show is. Like they're, you know, they're also still kids. That's, a, I think they also did a good job of conveying in the show that they are kids and they are kind of a little goofy and they are kind of a little silly. And even in the most serious moments, you know, they're still fucking kids. Like they're still gonna be, you know, like, oh, I have to give her space. You can look at me now. Okay. Thank God. (laughs) I didn't know how much longer I could look this way. (laughs) Like, I don't know. They just, they've, throughout, I think they got better. They've gotten better throughout the series with putting more uh, comic uh, placements into the show. And, but also, getting better at also not making it feel out of place. So they got better at being able to do it and not make it and that's once they figured out the formula they started doing it a little bit more which is good because it makes the show funnier like as soon as they put Robin in they already knew that Robin and Steve in season 3 had to be like the ones that bounced off each other for comedic relief reasons and that's what they did they did a really good job at that the entire Mm -hmm. season
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I don't know I I feel that out for, for Murray as well yeah, Murray, too. Yeah.
0: Argyle as well, too. Like, yeah. the introduction of him was just kind of funny. The whole little scene, don't knock it before you try it. He does the whole speech about the whole pineapple on pizza. Yep. And yeah. then with the whole, um, we'll get back, we'll get into this episode later, but the whole episode for Piggyback, mm-hmm. um, literally when he was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. seems about right. Like, the random just comedic stuff, honestly, was really good to have that uh, what is it breath of fresh air in there because it helped a lot a lot
1: you know what i think it is though is that in other tv shows people act like the comedic reliefs are not like really the way they're acting mm-hmm. you know they they, they kind of just accept that that's kind of how they are but everyone in this series is like dude you're being so fucking extra right now like you can <laughs> see the annoyance on their face you know especially with like whenever they when our, our girl starts talking you know, they, you could tell they're like, just fucking pothead, just talking about random shit again. Like, they're you like, can see oh the frustration. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, whenever he finally comes like with the solution or whatever, they're like, oh, like, okay, I see what's going on. And same thing with whenever you meet Enzo, like, Joyce and Murray are just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And they're just, you know, their reaction is so genuine because that's how you would act if you met someone who was like that because you would be like, Wow, this is. I just met this guy and he's really, really freaking me out because he's acting really erratic right now. Um, <laughs> I think that's also like plays really good with um, the, you know, the characters and stuff like that. You know, they don't act like the comedic reliefs are just, oh, that's just how they are. So I just ignore, I don't even really react to how they are. It's kind of like, you know watching that 70s show and kelso doing something stupid but everyone just keeps eating their spaghettis and there's like kelso's a fucking moron so yeah he's just gonna be just doing something stupid all the time yeah uh, they don't act I like that, that, it <laughs> that it's a good show it's one of my it's one of my favorite shows um but let's see what else happens the whole Victor Creel, we already talked about that. The, the escape, we haven't really got too, too much into it, but that was a pretty epic, you know, idea and escape and everything with Hopper. I thought it was it was really cool to kind of see him, like, you know. It was, it was really smooth. It was really funny to me. It was like throughout the series, like, Hopper's been the kind of guy that, you know, I think anytime he's gotten in any kind of actual fights or anything, it's always like when he has a fight with a Russian that it's the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like <laughs> – Fucking
2: Russians, man.
1: It's those Russians. He was trying to kick ass, you know, and, and fucking – you know, They were fighting back, and he was just like, man, like the old Hopper – Or I wouldn't say old Hopper, but, you know, the previous times, Hopper threw a couple of punches, and the people were down, and, you know, he's just knocking and knocking. He had to, like, kill that guy. Like, literally kill him to stop him from attacking Like, he couldn't knock him out. He couldn't do anything,
0: you know? It was funny to see that whole scene because, like, he was like, man, this is smooth sailing. He hears the the guard behind him. He's like, ah, shit. Yeah, Like, like, he's like, I fucked up one. And then when they're fighting, he's like, has that mindset already. Okay, I fucked up two. And then the whole, whenever he finally gets onto the the snow. The snowmobile, and then the whole like fucking cabin blows up, and yep. like his head, he's like, Okay, I fucked up three right there. Like,
1: at
0: least, and then whenever love- he gets his spoon full of fucking peanut butter, and then the like, Russians, he's like, I really fucked up four. Like, he knew, like, shit, this was gonna be a fight, and he didn't think like they were gonna follow him, anything like that. All the fucking. Uh, prisoners are all screaming, like, yeah, he did it. Like, he made it.
2: Then Enzo, like, saying, like, he's crazy American. He's just watching everything happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just in the background, you fucking American. Like... I would have
2: caught that, honestly. I'm not even going to lie, because I can be – I don't know. Because if I was a Russian guard and I just see one mm-hmm. Russian in the background just watching the entire time and not trying to pursue – Hopper, I'll be like, yo, this guy is just watching back here. We should just keep an eye on him. <laughs> so.
1: I, I, thought, I, I thought you had it, comrades. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, you're good. You're good. No, I'm going <laughs> to stay over here and watch the others, make sure they don't like run. What, am
1: I just supposed to leave the other guys to just...
0: Right? Not, I was like, you had a
1: reason. Chase, to go chase one guy?
0: Like, no, nah.
1: You got to think outside the box, guys. He
0: had a reason, guys. He had a reason to stay behind.
2: Yeah, he was taking a smoke break. That, that was the reason. That was his break. That
0: was his break. He's like, oh, so this is what I came back to? Shit. I should (laughs) have went a little bit earlier for my smoke break. Then I missed all of this. But his, um, the whole thing with Enzo and uh, with Hopper, he said it was one to a hundred, right? Chances that he Mm -hmm. was going to be able to get through this. And he's like, that son of a bitch did it. The one through a hundred. And he uses that again when they go into another episode later on he uses the same odds and it's just kind of funny that one to a hundred thing oh
2: always, i you talking about it. okay yeah, knew, yeah
0: it sticks and he's a damn american yeah. like you know what you're doing the whole entire time he's a risk taker yeah like yeah. we know hopper as being a risk taker like he he was the first one i would say second one that went down that hole in season two to the whole uh, upside down. After I think it was Dustin, Steve went down there to go take a look. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then he was the first one to help out Eleven whenever she first escaped in season one. Damn, and then we watch all. Yeah, he was the first one to say, "All right, fuck it, let's go get after those Russians." In season three, with um, Joyce and Murray by his by his side. So I mean. He's a badass in general when it comes to stuff like that, I think. But, you know, it was the kids' ideas, and he's like, ah, fuck it, I'll just go along with it. Every single time.
1: How did they get Alexi
0: again? How did they get Alexi Whenever they were in the house? I think one of the... I think they were in a house or something, and they were underneath the, the floorboards...
1: Uh, that's the one where they fight the other Russian, right? Yeah,
0: that big old. Okay. Oh,
2: beefy. the Terminator looking like, dude?
0: Yeah, that beefy fucking Russian.
2: Yeah. Um. Okay, I was trying to remember when, too. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's how they got a hold of Lexi, uh, Alexi. And that's how...
1: That was sad. Yeah.
0: R.I.P. What what Alexi. Did y'all, what, did y'all,
1: what did y'all think of that backstory of Victor Krill's family and what you know now? Come compared to, like, what you were seeing then?
0: I thought it was a really good backstory, but I thought, like, it was some kid that was just troubled. Like, I thought he, I thought the kid died. Like, yeah. oh, God, honestly, I thought the kid died. And I thought that Victor Creel was just in the wrong, like, wrong place, wrong time kind of type mm-hmm. thing. Like, there's some kind of entity that's after him. And I was like, it has nothing to deal with what's going on with mm-hmm. them. That's why I was like, damn, it's some other spirit or some other worldly thing going after this guy that had no, no issue or no problem with. And then all of a sudden, it just wants to do everything to him. And the way that they put a description on how he wanted to be a part, like he wanted to be back with his daughter and his wife. How he had to take razor blades in order oh. to his eyes in order to get to, you know, where he felt felt like was going to be with them. But it didn't happen. And the guards stopped them at enough time in order to do that. But, like, that little nod was kind of crazy. But now I know who really that kid is. And I'm pissed. I was mad after that. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, you had me fooled the whole time. But what about you, Drew?
2: No, um, it was a lot. <laughs> you know, it it was, it was a lot to, I guess, embrace. Um, but yeah, I love the I, I love the story of the Victor, you know, the Victor character. Um, but yeah, and then um, what else happens? Uh, I'm trying to get my notes right here. Same symptoms. So but, yeah, uh, I'm trying to – I'm going brain dead right now. Uh, what, else we, what else are we discussing? So we, we already discussed the gunfight.
1: Also, uh, yeah, I, think all, we, I think we discussed all, pretty much everything except for the ending of the episode.
0: The ending. Okay, so can we talk about how this song, Overnight, Overnight was a fucking success. This running up this hill. It was a TikTok trend. It was number one on the UK billboards top, uh, top 10. Um, she gained so much success out of this one song. It was just ridiculous. It was just not ridiculous, but like crazy. Overnight, within the 24 hours, this whole thing happened. Everyone's singing, running up that hill. Everyone has it. Somewhere on their playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just ba- mind-boggling and baffling that she gained so much success. Like, out of the what 80s, this song released? 1983? Uh, 19- 1985. Yeah, yeah,
1: 1985.
0: And, like, all of a sudden, now she has a new generation of fans that are listening to this. And
1: it got, well, I don't know if it is still, but it got number one song on the Billboard's Global 200. So it was the number one song literally in the world.
2: On Billboard. That's
0: overnight a success. And she got like one point five like million streams or something like that, like on like streaming platforms and like it was just crazy. So crazy. And they weren't even sure that they were gonna get the approval for this song, like at all. Like when they when the Duffin Brothers Yeah, when the Duffin Brothers came. like two for the season they went Uh, to go pitch this idea to her about like this whole song this one song was going to be the basis of the whole season like the whole season they were going to use this and they didn't even have a backup plan they were just like straight if we don't get it then we're fucked
2: fuck we're going to journey
0: yeah like fuck (laughs) it we're gonna have to go to separate worlds now goddamn yeah like we're gonna have to fucking go with that but like she was in on it, like literally, you know. It was kind of skeptical, like if it was going to happen or not. But like it went, and she's now like happy and with the success that the not only did she get, but Stranger Things got off of this. Yeah, yeah, crazy.
1: That, it is super crazy. Apparently, like you know, she's. I'm pretty sure they paid her like money or like royalties wise to use rights to the song. But besides yeah. just that, like she's just made so much money already like from spotify like literally millions of dollars from just people streaming and also buying your tracks on itunes uh and stuff like that like you just that's made so much extra money and income and also getting all this like love from new fans so, like i love your song you know um it's just crazy how like something that Literally from nineteen eighty five. What is that? Two like almost thirty years ago, you know, or maybe it's more than thirty. Maybe almost. That's like the
2: golden year of like film and like shit. Eighty five. When you think about it, too, and music in general. I don't know. Eighties is just like my favorite.
1: I think it also makes this show cool too. Is that it's like based in the eighties, but it also it also has like it has new film look, but it also still has that grit of like eighties too at the same time. Yeah.
0: Um, To the clothes, to the song, to like mm -hmm. the way that the appearances and everything. How the fuck did they got a Winnebago like from that time to run still? (laughs) Like it's crazy, like crazy, crazy stuff to see. That's a little
1: shit I think about too. Like I was like, I wonder how they get the original looking Mrs. Butterworth syrup bottle. Like, do they make it themselves or do they contract? You know, Mrs. Butterworth, do is they is there look for collectors? Like, I know there's a guy out there with 20 old 1980s Mr. like, Mrs. Yeah. Buttersworth on the show. Like, oh, um, shit.
0: He saw this is one that I collected back in the 80s. This is one that I collected in the 90s and this is the one that you just see on Stranger Things for episode 2. Like, like <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's crazy.
0: It's uh, fucking crazy. Like they had everything down like especially when it comes down to like the the bright, you know, the little is it the light bright thing? Like, the old school Mm -hmm. thing. They have old school flashlight. Like, it's just stuff Oh, okay, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The the little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: the little detail that they put into stuff. To the aesthetic, Mm -hmm. to the clothes, to the cassette player on the hip that Max is using. It's just, like, little details that I like. That make it so much more better than we know that it's in the 80s. It's crazy. It's it's
1: definitely... They do... we really, I mean, obviously, we're making a whole podcast about how because this show's so freaking awesome. But they did; they've done such a great job with this show. It's it's really hard <laughs> to deny that like this is something that's gonna be like a timeless classic by the time it's done. Like, there's yeah. only gonna be five seasons of it. But I mean, they gave yeah. us basically Harry Potter in this last season. You know, every
2: yeah. episode of the movie. So basically, <laughs> yeah, they, we went through the whole Harry Potter series. Oh, um, that, that's funny how. That's funny how you mentioned the, the little details. Cause it's, it's true. I've, I've never realized it until obviously you watch behind the scenes and you watch like, uh, or like uh, when I had the opportunity to be an extra, I was a Border Patrol agent and they put a bulletproof vest on. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a bulletproof vest. But no, they put like little phone in there. They put a fucking like magazine clip. They put, you know, every stupid little detail to make it look like, you know what I mean? So it's pretty wild to, when you realize that. So it, it's pretty crazy.
0: It is like it, it matters when it comes to little details, because if you miss one thing, that's going to be what's talked about on the internet the whole time. Like, Hey, did you see that they messed up on this? Like it's going to, it's, it's the little details that freaking matter like all the time. Like you have that's to make me. sure that it's there. <laughs> I'm, I'm very particular about stuff. And like, if there was something that was missing or even the slightest line that was off of like, Bro, Like, this could have done... We could have done it better. This is how they could have done it better. And and everything. But that... This episode was the most watched. This is the most streamed. And, like, it it was just pretty much almost everyone's top episode besides the ending. To me, the ending. And this one is one of my top two. Mm -hmm. Top three, actually, because of episode seven, eight, and nine put together. And then this one. But... This The way that they had everything set up, the way that they used the song and the story arc to give us that next level to what, honestly, series should be like. Yeah. Like how, how they build up everything as it being like a mid-season finale for us. And it just gave us that next tier or next level to what the standard should be. Especially episodes being an hour and something long. <laughs> And then give us this whole ending, like, she's running, Vecna's throwing rocks at her, and she's almost falling, trying to reach her friends, and it was just craziness.
2: There was a lot of, like, when I watched that scene for the first time, I, yes, I was thinking about Max and all that stuff, but it was a deeper meaning to, um, I guess, to why so many people loved the episode. Because the whole, like, uh, the, the whole flashbacks where she was getting, about to get, you know, uh, fucked up by Ve- uh, Vecna, where uh, Lucas was like, you know, we're right here. Tell us how you feel about us.
0: I'm but right I, here.
2: I, I don't yeah. want a fucking letter. And that literally reminded me of what a lot of people are going through, um, you know, along with mental health and all that stuff. Um, so, like, it, the people are afraid to express their feelings to face to face. They rather just brush it off and just ignore it, whatever. Um, so that's why it was very, very real. You know, the to where she's running away from her problems or she's trying to run towards to help. Um, so that's why it was very emotional. It was a very intense scene for me. So, yeah.
0: I feel you because I cried on that scene because, like, I've had people – I've been in those depression states where I'm just, like, I don't want to talk to people. I write down my feelings, and that's how I felt. Um, Yeah, yeah. TMI, if you are trigger-worn, I will talk about this, but we'll put it in the description or whatever. I've done it to the point where, like, I've almost – literally off to myself but like i've wrote a letter and i couldn't i couldn't go through with it because i sat down and read read over that letter and i was like shit like i should really reach out for help i did mm-hmm. i'm still here and, and alive and made it through yep. that whole depression state <laughs> but yeah gave <laughs> um i get it because that letter i wouldn't i wouldn't want someone to read that letter I wouldn't want to talk about it. Now I want to talk about my feelings all the time. And that scene hit because you could see someone fighting their inner demon running away from that situation. Like, yeah, just kill me, you know? Mm And then finally reaching out for that help and you get that success, that relief from someone telling you, like, we're here, we're there. I'm right here in front of you. I don't want to read it. I want to be able to hear out and hear what you say. I'm mm-hmm. going to cry. But, <laughs> but <No. laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so nice to get that relief. And then when she finally comes back to it after that whole escape, like that that whole intense scene with that song just kind of helps because you see the whole build you see all the flash flashbacks with her friends with the the time that she dressed up as michael myers and the rest of the crew is the ghostbusters you have the scene with her and 11 trying on clothes so she can find so 11 can find herself and be who she wants to be and we Mm -hmm. get those whole little scenes and then we get her finally back in the arms with Dustin, Lucas, and and Steve, and Lucas is like, "I thought I lost you." Like, you know, it's that whole mm-hmm. intense little scene, and that yeah. was really nice and sweet to to finally actually see. You know, that's when
2: when it fades to black. I thought they ended the episode for a second.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I thought so too. <laughs> I was
0: like, I think they
1: really end of the episode?" I have really
2: got to go to like, bed. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck." I was like, But I was then it was pissed. like that
0: come through, and then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, like thank God. Like we weren't gonna get to see it until the next episode. How dare you, Duff Brothers? But for, for a no. second,
2: it reminded me of the Walking Dead, of uh, the last episode oh, when, when Negan hit somebody with a bat and he just went to fade to black. And then all oh, I have to wait for another nine months for it that episode to come out.
0: <laughs> Psych you're here to you to wait. <laughs> you <know?
2: laughs> No, the yeah. Duffin
0: brothers are like, no, nah, we're gonna we're gonna fake you out and then get get everyone just surrounded by her, like, oh my god, you're okay, and then like,
1: could you imagine that scene like in the movie theater if they did that? Oh like, could god. you imagine all the gas that would have happened? Like, cut.
0: So the oh, what a, the fuck! <laughs>
1: and
0: then all the throwing a sudden, popcorn, <laughs> everyone else is like, piss the fuck off, like, the God, give
2: all my fucking money back.
0: Everyone started getting up
2: from their seats. This is
0: some bullshit. Like I paid eleven dollars for popcorn, forty oh, something dollars all together with my drink, and you're gonna do this to me? Like
2: I would actually love to see that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Duffin Brothers, you know, let us know next season if you're gonna put it in theaters. Would be a smart idea for your season, like your last episode and your mid-season. Like you could still put it on Netflix.
1: We'll girl. hook it up. But, you know, we talk about you know we talk about this in. Um, on my other podcast friday the 14th about like you know there's a real difference between like watching a movie at home and watching it in the theaters like you get like the full sound it's it's 5.1 surround sound you know every every heartbeat that they go you feel you know you feel it yes
0: you
1: know you it, it just everything's bigger so you see every kind of little detail but you know bigger
2: <laughs> that, that's funny because uh i'm a huge you know halloween fanatic like franchise um and it came out on peacock like the date like like the night before it came like the, it came out of the movie theaters and my friends are gonna watch it i'm like yeah i'm gonna buy a ticket and go to palladium and watch it like oh no it's on peacock i'm like i don't give a fuck i want to watch it in the movie theater like <laughs> <laughs> you know like i don't care so it's, it's not the same experience.
0: yeah it's not the same when it's at home like those kind of movies it's not the same at home and then what it is in the theaters because like the same thing with the the devil made us uh, do it the conjuring like mm-hmm. we we watched it in theaters and then I think the next couple of nights or so like we watched it at home it wasn't it wasn't the same feeling like the yeah. you felt Every kind of motion, or you felt some kind of scare was gonna happen. You felt that, and I want to test this theory. So I might as well like go rent out a theater for like a hundred bucks or so, and like try it on this episode and try it on the last episode you would and just see. Be like, <gasps> <gasps> I'll be like <sighs> Netflix. There's you need to, so you much. Need to, I like, missed. Yeah, <laughs> like small little detail on oh, the fucking dude. little syrup bottle. I missed. I mean, I like, seen it, I, like I'm
1: really, I'm really interested. A lot of you know, because I've been reviewing and watching so many movies uh, for and TV shows and stuff for this podcast for podcasts, um, <laughs> I've honestly been wanting to invest into a surround sound system with some bass and everything in between. Because oh. I already have, I already have like a 65 inch TV, like it's a pretty big TV in my living room.
0: Okay, we're going, going to this house then.
1: Is the surround sound, you know, part of it? And you know, that's what you're missing and Honestly, like I, 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 would like what Tip said. Like you know, fuck okay, it. We'll just all go on, What fifty bucks? Fifty bucks. We'll go in and just start watching Stranger Thing epi- Stranger Things episodes. Oh man, we'd only be able to get like three episodes in, maybe, maybe four. <laughs> maybe
0: cutting it close. We'd do a fucking live on one. We'd of have the episodes. to. We'd have to
1: watch like pretty much like what you said, number four, and the last one because that's already four hours right there.
0: Yeah. That's it, that's all we're getting. Those are the two main episodes we need it for. For all those. Right. And then for season five, we're just gonna have to fucking dish out my whole paycheck just so he can see the whole season. Every,
1: we're gonna watch every episode in theaters and then do a review on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> live view, live stream the whole fucking thing. Uh but no, this episode was really good compared to, you know, the previous episodes. I think it was Like I said, it was in my top three for episodes of the season. This was the top rated episode for the season. Like everyone watched this episode. Everyone skipped through the first three just to see Dear Billy, just to see what we got. And I I would say the, I forgot to mention, is the little scene that they did for her when she's talking to Billy. Like, hey, Billy. Like, oh, reading yeah, yeah. off that little letter to, her, to him just had me in tears. Kind of like that brotherly love that she wished she would have had with him. That she wished yeah, like, that there was more time.
1: It, it is weird. Cause I was thinking about that scene. And then I was thinking about the, the literally opposite of that scene at the last episode. Where she talks about what she thinks her real feelings are. And oh.
0: it,
1: it's so funny to me, like, when you really think about stuff like that. Because... You know, a, a lot of a lot of the things that I'm learning as a human is that, like, we think we know our emotions, but we really don't. Like, we really don't know really much about how we react to things sometimes. And it's just like, maybe it's both. You know, maybe part of her did want him to die, but maybe part of him also wanted there to be a better side to the whole story. You know, something where they could have got along, you know. But then there was also part of her that, you know, was like, you're a miserable piece of crap and you deserve to die. Like... Like I said.
0: Yeah. Like I said before.
2: um, The previous episode, that's going to air whenever. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But whenever whenever we, we get there. But that more was... spoilers, sorry. Sorry, more <laughs> spoilers and trigger, trigger warnings and stuff in this. But no, it was a good episode. I liked it a lot. It Not liked it, but I loved this episode a lot, especially a lot of the nods that they did and a lot of more character detail and background that we got on that was really nice in a little bit of what I wanted, finally, for this character to finally happen. Um, but... So, go ahead. Out of the
1: whole episode... Um. Besides the ending of the episode, mm-hmm. what was your favorite scene of this episode?
0: Oh shit! The come fight. on, the, <laughs> he said the gunfight. <laughs> Hoppers, Hoppers getaway was another one was okay, really yeah, good. Yeah. Like, come on, all the fucking prisoners I, I think, are like, yay! <laughs> I think one of, I think
1: my favorite scene, and it seems really cheesy and funny, but I just I like how um she stands out. But when Robin gives her speech. I like like that a lot. Like, I don't know why. It's just so funny how it's it's supposed to be on the spot. So it's just like she does it so perfectly. And it's just like, damn, you have some balls, girl. Like, uh, it, was, it was probably one of my favorite scenes in the, in the episode as well. It's almost like she's breaking out of her shell a little bit.
0: Yeah, like she's not as nervous or not as anxious as much. And she finally did it, like, on her own without having any fear or regret of the consequence that may come behind it, which was really good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, dang, we all had three different things, episodes, (laughs) uh, scenes. I was thinking we're all gonna agree either on one or the other, but damn, we all picked different ones.
1: I mean, the whole episode is, it's it's great. You know, uh, to me too, you know, thinking about it more With these Netflix shows, they don't really seem to like give you like mid season finales anymore. Like every episode just kind of seems like an episode until the season finale. Like this one actually seemed like they wanted to give you a mid season finale, even though there was going to be an episode right after it. Yeah. You know, even though there's going to be actually two more episodes right after it, I think. Or is it three? I'm not even 100% sure
0: right now. So three, because it was five, six. Yeah, before volume two. Yeah. They gave us three episodes after that one, but even then the only time that I saw like a mid two two times that I saw like a mid season finale was like, like that kind of like that was like in Breaking Bad, and then in Walking Dead. Those are the only two that I've seen like that actually like series wise that actually put some time and dedication into like a mid season finale.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have to in TV shows like that. What I mean is like a Netflix, like, oh, yeah, Netflix, shows, no, I have Where to they just them. put all the episodes in at one time. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, everyone just streams them all on the same day or same week or whatever you want to say. Yeah. It just seems like those types, of pe- or those types of shows, they're like, oh, well, there's no point in putting the mid season finale if they're not going to really yeah. have to stop watching the show. Um, but, it's like they put some effort into, like, let's make this, like, a real TV show and give it a real mid-season finale. Yeah. And it was really cool. I really, I every part of the show, I really, every part of this episode, I really did enjoy. Uh, yeah. the, the escape from Hopper, the gunfight, you know, what happened with Max, you know, them talking to Victor Krill and getting a little bit more into Vecna's, you know, past and things like that. Like, a lot of it. It was just really freaking cool, you know, to get all that uh fleshed out in one episode and kind of taking all this uh, tension they built so far in the series and kind of giving it a little bit of relief and then adding a little more tension back into it
0: yeah absolutely like okay so a question for you guys would you like a series to be released all in one day like have all the episodes or would you like it in like weeks so like they show episode one the next week you get like episode two the following week episode three like how they did it for i think it was the for disney plus how they do their episodes where they drop them like every every week or so do you prefer your episodes that way or do you prefer it all in one lump sum
2: i feel like it should be a weekly thing in my opinion you Um, feel like that yeah because uh, has a lot of things because you know obviously other people have lives and they're busy and shit so they can't really watch it you know in a day or in a week whatever so like here's these people that they watch it 10 episodes the first day or some shit and they're posting their thoughts, thoughts on their on facebook and you know spoilers and all that shit there's one person on facebook looking at his post like are you serious you know i'm busy this whole week and i came and like watch it i have no time for this shit yeah so that, my opinion, it should be a weekly thing only because, two, I haven't really experienced that since, like, The Walking Dead. I got into Stranger Things, like, season two, season three-ish, kind of. And it was already out, like, to watch, like, whatever. So it wasn't, like, a weekly thing. So, like, with Breaking Bad, I watched it, like, straight, like, a week, two weeks, pretty much. <laughs> so I didn't have to wait, you know, for a whole week and shit. Um, but that's just my opinion. I'd rather be a weekly thing.
1: I would like the weekly thing, but like maybe sped up slightly. And when I say sped up slightly, like you know, these are nine episodes. They they could have done two episodes a week, and then that last week be the final episode. You know.
0: Yeah, and then we get that little hour, bit of a, you know? a little bit of a break for volume two or whatever. However, they did it. And yeah,
1: like I think, I think just breaking it down into a couple of episodes a week or something. Like, because I mean, watching just two episodes, like it's honestly a lot. Like of any show, even watching, you know, anything, even a 45 minute show watching two episodes, you're like, wow, okay, there's already like an hour and a half, two hours have gone by. Like I'm already watching this one show. Like, you know, it's a lot. Stranger Things was even worse. Cause it was just like, it was an hour and a half for every episode. You're just like, you get through two episodes. You're like, dude, half my life has just gone away. So
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I would, yeah, I would have preferred, you know, I wouldn't have been mad. I'm not mad that they do do it the way they're doing it because it is kind of cool just to, like, if you do get the ants in your pants to, like, watch the next episode, you can. It's there for you to do it. Um, But I'm not also against, you know, just waiting a little bit to, like, you know, ponder what happens, you know. uh, Because I feel like you miss things, you know. You you worry more, like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? You stop seeing, like, the how much hard work they put into each episode you know you actually have time to re-watch the episode if it came out once a week you know yeah. you'd be like oh let me go back and watch that episode again you know oh man i missed i saw this that i didn't see last time like that's really cool detail um but when you watch all these you know you get to like hour number five of watching a series and you're like yeah i have to keep going but i'm tired you're so like you this mis- is
0: too much yeah. you start missing
1: things you know you're just like you're you're not enjoying it as much you know yeah. Um, i don't know i don't okay. care either way but i think you know it would be nicer <laughs> to do it the other way yeah.
0: so with 50%. with my thing i like it all in one lump sum just because whenever i i watched breaking bad i watched it with my dad and we would watch it every sunday when it would release and they hit us with that whole like mid-season finale i was pissed because we had to <laughs> wait we waited six months, six months for that episode to drop. And my dad was like, is it almost time? And I'm like, absolutely the fuck not. And the same thing with what uh, Walking Dead, how they would do it before like the, with the seasons, like they would do the mid season and then like the other half would be like later on in the year or drop around the same time that they released the first episode for the season, and it pissed me off the most. Because it would do, hey, we're going to re-watch, um, rewatch every single episode for the 4th of July weekend, or the week of the 4th of July. Like, they used to do that all this, all the freaking time. So, I hate waiting. I'm impatient already as a person. So, I'd like all my stuff one lump sum. But then, also too, I hate when they released their episodes, because they released it directly at midnight. So I'm staying up the whole night in order to watch all my episodes. Like when they dropped volume one, I bench watched, I got out of work, bench watched from the time that I got out of work until maybe about 3am is when I stopped because I stopped on Dear Billy. I was like, I cannot continue on because I need to go to sleep. <laughs> and that episode was too intense for me. So I had to like, you know, call it quits and then watch it, watch the rest of the following day. But you know what I ended up doing the following day? Watching episode one all the way through again because I felt like I didn't get enough of it. So I'm kind of like here for the all in one lump sum. And then I'm also like, if it's going to be where it's like these type of long episodes, i rather have them weekly versus it being all in one lump sum. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of here for the whole one. Don't
2: get me wrong, I'm like impatient too, but I just like the whole build up. Like, oh, I can't wait till Sunday to watch, you know, this episode because I've been dying of fucking watch. That's all I've been thinking about. I just can't wait till like Sunday or some shit like that. Yeah. But, right.
0: Yeah. all right, that was my last question for you guys because I wanted to see where y'all's opinion was on it. But this episode was really good. Um, everyone kind of agrees on the same thing, we disagree on episodes but hey you know that's the life of being podcasters and stuff but um already guys we'll be our next episode will actually be breaking down some things that we found out in the open like vinyls that went this is showing back there uh I found little blind bags as well too. We got it hey, right. Hey, hey, man, we gotta, we gotta try something new on this podcast as well too. So we got a lot of pop culture stuff, you know, drama, some tea going on. So rumors hey. for the next season. And we got a whole bunch of stuff, guys. So I guess we'll catch you all guys in the next one to find out all the drama. Bye, bye. Jesus.